Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from sevensistershomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. And I'm Sabrina, and I'm with Kim this morning. Yay. Kind of singing this morning. And uh, yeah, and we're, you know, I sound a little, a little confused because I often am a little confused and uh, that's okay. Cause we're going to talk about something that is a little confusing for a lot of people, which is the idea of um, whether or not to homeschool over the summer, mm. whether it is uh, a good idea to let the school year run longer than you thought it was going to, mm-hmm. whether it is um, a good idea to take a break for a while and then come back, whether it's a good idea to throw an extra something in there, some credit that, that you want to get and, and do a course um, during the summer when you're not schooling other things. So a whole lot of ways to come at this and a whole lot of um, things to consider. And so we are going to dig into that idea a little bit today. And just, just to be clear, we're not talking about people who are dedicated year round homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. That is a different approach. Um, We're talking about when you are coming to the end of your school year and you're like, wow, we did not reach the goals that we had for this year. So we're talking about unexpectedly homeschooling Mm -hmm. into the summer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 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 For the other kind of homeschooling, check out our friend Misty. At year-round homeschooling, she's yes. like a, a queen, a pro, a yes. guru. Yes, yes, she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah and it's a great option for some families. Absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, so when you unexpectedly find yourself um, <clears throat> saying, "Hmm, I wonder how we're going to do this," because we're we're not we're not going to make it this year. Mm-hmm. We're not going to reach the goals that we had. And it's not just that we're a little bit behind and we need, we need one extra book for the book list or, you know, we're, we're talking like seriously, like something happened this year. Somebody was sick. We had yeah. to move, you know, something happened that really threw us off and we have tried to play catch up and the, the catch up thing is not happening. So we're looking at weeks of school that, um, that isn't done. So, and, first, and here's something, oh, yeah. oh sorry. No, I was going to say, and here's something too. Uh, this is not me and it's more Sabrina than me, but Um, But sometimes, you know, something crazy is going to happen the coming year. Maybe, you know, you're going to move or, you know, something big is happening. So you might choose to homeschool in the summer to get ahead. (laughs) Those words never came out of our homeschool. But (laughs) I do know some friends who would totally be all over that. So, yeah, I just thought just thought of that. I thought, yeah, Yeah. you could actually do it that way, too. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or if, you know, you have a really big academic load coming up even. Right, right. Yeah. And those, those things are a little bit more intentional. And Mm -hmm. even so you need to explore the same pros and cons that we're Mm going to, that we're going to talk about if it's a matter of being behind instead of trying to get ahead. Yeah. Um, So first thing is that there's not one right way to schedule your school year. Seriously, (laughs) There, There are so many ways that are a good choice. And Um, so the first thing you need to do is not allow any should or shame or anything like that to, to color this process. Um, Mm -hmm. you are where you are because that's where you are. Mm -hmm. And if you are having to weigh the pros and cons, um, stay focused on that and don't, don't get caught up in the, oh man, if we had just done this or, you know, it's, it's not helping anybody. So, yeah. And this is actually the beauty of homeschooling. This is one of the true benefits. So just 
just lean into it yeah. and, and go for it. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it really is. Yeah. All right. So um, let's do a couple of pros first. So it sure. is wonderful to do some schoolwork during the summer because you often don't have to do all of your schoolwork during the summer. So if there is um, a science course where you haven't gotten the labs in, um, but you did finish your math textbook and you did get all but you know two of the books read that you were planning to, that, then you're looking at a modified schedule. You're not considering um, full on the way you have been all year. You know, so it will be a change. It'll be a different pace. It'll be a lighter load and you'll be focused on one or two academic subjects um, rather than all of them. And so you can do more intensives. You can do more things in a, a field trippy way. If you want to, you can, you know, dig in and, and marathon it for, for a week or two and maybe get everything done because you're not trying to juggle all of the normal school year activities too. So it's a different kind of time if you school on a traditional nine month year. And, um, and that can, that can be really helpful. Another pro is that you um, probably don't have the same activities going on in the summer as you do during the school year. Now you may have more, especially depending <laughs> on what sports your family is into or whatever. So, you know, yeah. if you've got swimmers or I, I don't know, oh, whatever, yeah. but um, right. yeah, but there's, there's that change of your weekly rhythm typically too. And um, it can be, it can be a little bit easier to make things fit but there are a number of cons. <laughs> are, are there other major pros that I'm missing? I feel like the pros are kind of obvious. It's yeah. You know. the, yeah. You came up with the, the first two that I thought of right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, um, I guess another pro or, or you kind of already, it's a little dovetail off of that. It's just, I think it, it can give you a lot more room for creativity hmm. um, mm -hmm. because you're not, because of that, freedom of your schedule, theoretically, you know, if you are finding you have more free time or just less scheduled time, it's maybe, you know, um, you may have more creativity to be able to do something even as fun as, you know, make something you were doing yourselves into a co-op or mm -hmm. um, take, take your schoolwork and go away to a cabin for a week and right. do your schoolwork there or, you know, that's may not work for everybody, obviously, but you could, you could mix it up a little bit. So it would seem a little bit more special at the same time as it might seem um, like you're trying to fit something in that didn't work. Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden turn it into a positive kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. yeah. 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 There you go. yeah. yeah. So, so the, cons. The, the cons are, first of all, we look forward to having a break in the summer. And that's because we need a break from time to time. So um, the first piece of advice I would give you if you were unexpectedly going to be homeschooling in the summer is to not just spend your whole summer doing school. Schedule some spots into the calendar that are weeks off that will not move. They, they won't, they won't get filled up with school because your kids need that, um, that assurance or whatever, that they are getting a break, that they are getting some vacation, whatever, but you probably need it more than you realize you do. Yeah. <laughs> you may not squawk like your kids might squawk, but you will feel it. If you are like, 
Well, when we get this done, we'll take some time off. Mm-mm. That oh, that's going to feel awful. It's going to feel awful if you say we are taking these weeks off, whether we're done or not. Then that's a great motivator for getting done. Mm, so you won't yep. have to come back to it after the break. Oh. But oh, don't don't just require yourself to get all the work done before you can choose to take a break. So um, yeah, that's that's really strongly offered as a suggestion. Yes, yes. Please be kind <laughs> to yourself. It's yeah. that you know, it's like it's like when our kids are tired and they don't know they're tired and they think they want to keep going. And we're like, you know what, if you go to bed now and get some rest and try to finish this essay tomorrow, you will be so much fresher. Same applies to us. Same applies to all the kids. Absolutely. All right. So second piece of advice um, is that you want to make these decisions with your teens or your tweens. It is um, not the kind of thing that Uh, they're going to respond too well if it is just handed down from above. This is what we're doing because we didn't get everything done. Mm -hmm. It feels like punishment that way. And Mm -hmm. this is, this shouldn't be punishment. This is just that your goal has not changed. And Mm -hmm. so you are still moving toward the same goal. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys can, within your family, if you can talk about that together, if you can make those decisions of what are going to be the weeks that we do take off and what is our approach going to be to this? Are we marathoning things or are we doing things in a co-op or are we going to, um, to take some field trips that will get us extra, um, extra hours or whatever that we weren't going to have otherwise. Oh my goodness. My computer is blowing up with dinging noises that I think are being recorded, but sorry about the dinging noises. I'm um, handling, I'm handling the dinging. Okay. All right. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So whatever those decisions are, is how you're going to approach this, make them together, make them with your students. Yeah. And that way it can be teamwork, you know, then you're, you're all still working toward the same goals together And it's not um, an us versus them rivalry thing here. Mm -hmm. Um, Another con is that some of the resources that you have during the regular academic year might not be available, especially resources with other people. So if, for example, um, you were doing a science class with a local co-op, and you had to miss a bunch of weeks because of family stuff and the co-op went on without you, then they're done and you don't have those lab hours. So that, um, that resource may not be available. Um, but think creatively, like Kim was saying, is there some other way then that you could do this, that you weren't planning to because, well, you had the co-op and that's where it was going to happen but sometimes losing a resource really opens up your creative juices, you know, and you can come up with some cool new way. So like, I never really enjoyed teaching um, history, social studies kinds of stuff. That wasn't my gig. And I always tried to arrange for us to do that in a co-op where some other mom was going to teach those things. And then I ended up unexpectedly needing to do uh, just a quarter credit more of something in the social studies realm. And, um, so I got real creative and I had to do this in the summer and my youngest son and I put together an extended field trip that, um, was then going to be a U.S. courts, um, quarter credit 
focus on, you know, how the court system got started in the U.S. And so we we drove to Boston and we listened to a bunch of audiobooks on the way and we had discussions about the stuff that we were learning from the books. And then we went and toured, um, you know, the, the oldest courthouse in the U.S. And we went to Salem and we learned about Salem witch trials and it, it just all kinds of stuff that I never would have thought of otherwise. Oh, yeah. um, so actually losing the resource of, uh-oh, I don't have somebody else to teach my kid this extra quarter credit that we need to earn this summer. It ended up turning into something really fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so sometimes that can actually be a good thing. It disrupts the patterns that we get stuck in. Oh, so true. Yeah. So really the, mm. the essence of this question is what's going to help you reach your goals. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to look very different for each family. Um, because the reasons that you get way behind and that you're considering schooling over the summer, they're going to, they're going to be unique. So if you're dealing with an illness that took everybody down and now there's, you know, long COVID or whatever, and now you've got ongoing chronic health stuff, you can't get crazy intensive and say, okay, we're just going to, we're just going to kick this thing for three weeks and it's going to be, you know, and then we're going to get it all done. You're, you're having to be realistic about whatever your situation is. Um, if, if you've moved and you're still trying to find, you know, stuff in boxes and all, you can't just stop the world around you. And like Kim said earlier, this is one of the beautiful things about homeschooling. Homeschooling is an entire lifestyle and it takes into account what else is happening in your life. And that needs to be okay. So even though it's high school, and even though you're thinking about transcripts and you're thinking about applying to colleges and whatever, it, it does not have to become some rigid scheduled beast that is, is um, running your whole family. Remember that your homeschool is yours and allow your choices to be um, ones that are going to be good across the board for the life of your family, for the individuals in your family. Um, and don't, don't feel like you have to serve a traditional schedule. If it's a weird year, then let it be a weird year. And if it needs to be a summer with some school in it, then let it be one that looks like a healthy summer with some school in it for your family. Especially if it's a case of, you know, if you are at that point where you're about ready to apply to colleges and stuff, you, this may have a different flavor and take on a different look but especially if it if it's early on in your high school it is done this year we're going to get a half of credit of this subject this year. we're going to ha- get a half credit of taking care of seeing eye dogs this year <laughs> and we'll get a half credit next year <laughs> right <laughs> that's right. Um, and and you know just uh, just as sabrina was saying just be kind to yourselves Um, and really allow it to be what it needs to be and really think about that word need. And is it just, this is what we think it should look like, or this Mm. is what other people's homeschools look like, or this is what traditional school looks like, or is this truly what, and what does it really need to be for us? And what do we want it to be for us? And then Mm. play with those two things. And again, like Sabrina said, do it as a group, certainly you know, you're in charge, but the more collaborative you can make this, yeah. the better. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's mm-hmm. our thoughts from many, many years of uh, experience, uh, our own homeschools and in our, in our local community um, mm-hmm. with so many wonderful friends and family over the years, there are a lot of ways to do this and do it well. And um, it is great to take advantage of that time in the summer. If it's going to help you reach your goals, just don't let your family burn out in the process. Um, You want to still be, you want to still be standing and still be loving each other when it's, it's all over with. So um, yeah. So we hope that's going to be helpful to you. If you find yourself unexpectedly needing to homeschool in the summer. And if you have thoughts, if you've had experiences with this, we would love to learn from you. So please um, connect with us on social media. We have a very active Facebook group for Seven Sisters Homeschool. You can comment on the blogs at sevensistershomeschool.com. And if you are really feeling like, um, yeah, you're definitely going to be homeschooling unexpectedly in the summer and you feel like you're drowning, because you're so far behind. You can also look in the ebook store at sevensistershomeschool.com. We have an, I think very helpful, I hope very helpful uh, resource there called Help or Drowning. And uh, that is some very <laughs> practical suggestions for getting your feet back under you when you've gotten really, really far behind. So um, yeah, hope that will be helpful and encouraging. And we hope that you will join us again in the future for more episodes of the homeschool high school podcast from seven sisters homeschool.com and brought to you by the ultimate homeschool podcast network. Thanks for being here. Bye.